What's up, guys, and welcome back to Beyond, Beyond the Void. Void Horror Podcast. I am your host, Alex, and this is my lovely co-host, Christina. And we are here for episode 178. And today, we're going to be doing alien birthing movies. <laughs> I don't know. It's essentially movies where... Alien impregnation. Yes, pretty much. And this, and the way that this came together, guys, is pretty interesting. But for this week, we're going to be talking about... Snatchers. From 2019 and Progeny from 1998. Uh, the reason we came up with these movies, first, we picked Snatchers because I've been wanting to watch that for a long time. If if some of you have known, it's been up on VOD for like... A couple you, weeks? Yeah, but you can only buy it for oh. like the longest time, for like a month or something you like that. rent it. And then a few weeks back, they finally released it as a rental for $5, which I wanted to rent it first before buying it or whatever. And we were like, okay... Okay, let's watch that. She saw we watched the trailer again. We were like, oh, this will be fun, you know, because we were going to do necromantic guys one and two. And we were like, you know, maybe that's not the best it's choice. This, too, Yeah, not this week. It's too much. Yeah, There's still. a lot of a lot of fucked up shit going on. So I thought maybe we should do a little more lighthearted stuff <laughs> because necromantic isn't exactly a fun movie. But uh, I mean, I guess it depends on who you are. But we were like, fuck, what do we do? And in the process, we found out just this past week that one of the horror legends Stuart Gordon who is a writer and director and producer passed away at the age of 72 and it was really big bummer and I really wanted to kind of dive into some of his work so I did a YouTube video which if you haven't seen please go and check that out you, you know. did good on that video yeah, it was I, a good video I spent like a lot of hours on it adding new stuff and shit and it so. was surprise your list too was surprising yeah I did a top five list of Stuart Gordon's best films, my personal picks, you know what I mean? And some of them people have been saying they hadn't even heard of, so that's a good thing, mm -hmm. which is what I was hoping for, right. is that people would go down the Stuart Gordon hole and like find all these movies they didn't know he did. And I only focused on the directorial efforts, so I was like, hmm, maybe we can kind of bring Stuart Gordon into the podcast too somehow. I was like, well, he did write a lot of different movies that he helped write the stories for sometimes the screenplays sometimes just the concept sometimes he would just grab someone's already done concept and trim it down and trim down the fat and who would have known that you would have you, you came across progeny <laughs> yeah which is so weird because i was like oh yeah that's a movie about fucking alien impregnation i was <laughs> like we gotta do this so we did we picked progeny and it worked out like 
fucking amazing. Like, I don't yeah, even know how the circumstances on that one is just crazy. So, sorry, I'm getting my beer. Mm. But hopefully you guys are doing good out there during this whole fucking uh, pandemic. I mean, seeing a lot of people on one side or the other about the whole fucking thing. But I don't think it's worth taking a risk over. And uh, I've been talking about Christina to Christina a bunch about what the normalcy bias means. And that is where people think because they've never experienced something like this, that it isn't real. And they are not willing to change their normal habits for something that they've never experienced because they don't know what it's like. And right. I feel like that is exactly what's going on. Toss in a bunch of misinformation online. We have social media, which gets to people faster than real facts and stuff. We just don't know. So, right. But I hope you guys are being safe out there and uh, we're still alive and we're still bringing you a new episode every week because hell yeah. Because we got, we got nothing else to do. Right. <laughs> so hopefully we can make you laugh. And when we talk about these movies and what we think of them and maybe find some gems that you might be able to watch. I've noticed a lot of people are going and watching a lot of really different stuff that they haven't watched in a long time. And this is like the perfect opportunity to like watch shit that you wouldn't normally watch because you have have an overabundance if you're not working of time right so hopefully we can fill some of that time for you this week <laughs> but i think it might be that time what time is it horse shots So we're going to pick one of the movies this week to do for our horror shot. Uh, I decided that we would do Progeny because, I don't know, it's Stuart Gordon, and I wanted to cheers to him anyway, you know, for, for giving us such a wonderful bunch of movies and affecting the um, film industry like he did. So Christina came up. Well, we kind of both did come up with the ingredients. You did, you did. Okay, well, <laughs> whatever. Okay. It doesn't matter. She, she takes pride in it, too, and she's the mother of horror shots in the first place, so... <laughs> You birthed the idea. Uh, yeah. And I it was an alien baby. It. I birthed it all over your mouth. Yeah. <laughs> so this segment is going to be dedicated to progeny. And what the name of the shot is, is called an alien seed. How apropos, huh? <laughs> of course. <laughs> it has to be. We were going to go for alien squirt. And she was like, no, you're no, just being childish. Yeah, that's too much. That's too I can't much. help it, man. That like, doesn't sound delicious. No, but you put it in your mouth anyway. I mean, there's people that spit it. You Maybe you can just drink it and then spit Spit it out instead of swallow. All right, Alex. All right. You let's don't get... have to actually. Take okay, this. let's just get to it. <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay. I'm such a child. So this shot is the alien. I'm a scene. fucking child. Well, so what's in an alien this, scene? This is the alien scene. First, you're going to get your legs up in a harness and then you're going to fucking pour it no. in with a funnel. Go ahead. <laughs> Are you done? <laughs> yes, I'm done. <laughs> Jesus. All right. So, Alien Seed is... Okay, we kind of had to get a little bit creative because I didn't want to go to the store. I'm, yeah. I haven't been in the store in the week. I'm not going. We wanted to get a creamy liqueur, but we couldn't get it. So, instead, it. we used a vanilla creamer, vanilla yeah. coffee creamer. <laughs> so, an ounce of vanilla coffee creamer, and an ounce... You could technically, if you wanted, you could probably do like three-fourths of a shot of creamer. Instead of an ounce, because an ounce might be too much. Oh, okay, whatever. Do you know what I mean? You yeah. do three-fourths of an ounce of creamer, vanilla creamer, and then you do... Vodka. 
One ounce. One ounce of vodka. And then a splash of cream de menthe. Cream de menthe. Creme cream, de menthe. Creme yeah. de menthe. Whatever. Yeah. The green shit. Yeah. You know, the green shit that everybody has hanging out in the pantry. So you use that extra fourth for that. Yeah. That bit of uh, creme de menthe. Right. And it does. It, it looks a pretty color. You guys should go to the website. Check out the picture Yeah, it's like a shot. pastel green. Yeah, this would be a good like Christmas. Easter shot. Yeah, Christmas shot. No, Christmas. Yeah, Easter. What Easter's? Pe- yeah, okay. Because Easter's all about pastels. It's a pastel. I guess yeah. it's pastel. Jesus Christ. Okay. Anyway, but yeah, so. Okay, so <clears throat> Let's repeat that again. Three-fourths of a shot of of vanilla cream, one ounce of vodka, and then a fourth of creme de menthe. Mix it together. I'd do it on ice if I were you because there is cream in it and it would just keep it chilled. Oh, yeah. And then pour it into your shots. You don't have to put the ice in. Just strain it in. But cheers Cheers. to Stuart Gordon for all the decades of wonderful entertainment and inspiration you provided to all of us. Cheers to you. Thank you. Woo. Woo. It's actually pretty good. It's kind of like a white Russian. I want to spit it out. I actually like it. Can I have a cookie? <laughs> no. <laughs> Christina keeps trying to eat my fucking cookies. We're in a pandemic. Oh, oh shit. shit. He just knocked out his light. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, guys, if you would like to try an alien seed, all you got to do is go to longlivethevoid.com and check out our hashtag horse shot section. Now, that's it for horse shots. Tastes like old man. Oh, you know what I'm talking about? Now you're tra- you're turning me on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're still recording. Anyway, <laughs> guys, so <laughs> so now we're gonna go ahead and jump into our flesh and potatoes of snatchers and progeny right now. All right, guys, so we're going to kick it off a little bit different here. Normally, what we do is in a chronological order of the movies, because sometimes you'll find that earlier movies give inspiration to newer ones in the same kind of vein. But we're doing it in reverse this time because we watched Snatchers first Mm -hmm. and then watched Progeny because that was like the one movie that filled in the gap. Mm-hmm. Um, so Christina did the work on Snatchers. Why don't you go ahead? And Snatchers was released in 2019. It's about uh, after status-obsessed teen Sarah has sex for the first time, she wakes up the next day nine months pregnant with an alien. Super quick. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. A tagline for this movie, teen pregnancy, it's a monster. <laughs> Which technically it's not a monster because it's a baby. I mean, kind of it, it is. It's an alien. Oh, yeah, I guess aliens are monsters. I don't know. I don't we'll remember. get into that later. Anyway, so before I go through all the cast and stuff, let me let me just mention this was a show. Well, like a web it, was show? A, it was a short. It was a TV oh, okay. show. They might have done it in two minute increments. Yeah, that's what it is. Uh, that what it was? Yeah. Two okay. minute increments. And every single crew and um cast member cast member was in those so i'm not going to mention it for every single one of them that's fine no just we don't even need to go into that i know i just want to mention the beginning because it is kind of important that it was a a, like a a a series sure but anyway the directors for snatchers was steven cedars and benji Kleiman. also both directed dimension 404 and our oh 
the TV show on Hulu. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They did an episode, I guess. Yeah, they did an episode yeah. together. And they also directed our RoboCop remake. Yeah, scene 37 I looked up. Oh, did you? Yeah, I was like wondering if it was the the dick shooting one. That's why I posted in the Do You Love Horror group today about the the scene 27 by Fatal Farm oh, where they okay. shoot all the fucking guys dicks. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh my gosh. So this movie was also written by them? But it's not it, it but it's not them. Uh, they didn't do that that particular Oh, the RoboCop. Scene. They oh, did okay. teen, 10 scenes later. Oh, okay. So, but okay, anyway. Okay, that's that's good to know. Uh this was also written by them and Scott Yeshin Shin, mm-hmm. um, and he also wrote uh, some stuff called Black Sugar and Northwoods. Okay. And then this movie stars Mary Nieper, who plays Sarah. She was also in Truth or Scare, Microfront, and uh, Lucy's Tale. Mm-hmm. Gabrielle Elsie, who plays Haley. She was also in uh, Dimension 404 and a Nickelodeon show called Nikki, Ricky, Dicky, and Dawn. I've never even heard of that show. Uh, it sounds familiar, but I don't know what it is. JJ Nolan, who plays Kate, the mom. She was in Sil- Silicon Valley and the Mindy Project. Okay. Um, Austin Freiberger, who plays Skyler. He was in Invisible Sister and he was in Fuller House. I couldn't find a budget for this movie. For some reason, I don't know. But Alex, what did you think of Snatchers? Uh, <laughs> I mean, I think this movie is pretty fun, actually. Uh, it, it started out a hell of a lot stronger for me than it ended up, but it's still fun regardless. Very fast-paced, joke-and-gore-friendly movie for you guys out there that like those kind of films. I remember us laughing like really heartily at the beginning, and then all of a sudden, halfway through or before it, we got like the comedy fatigue that you normally find in comedy yeah, movies almost. We did. And I'm not sure if the humor nosedived or we just became desensitized to it, you know? Like right. it could be a combination of both, really. But I mean, this is a, a very tongue, firmly pressed into cheek kind of horror movie. It is fully aware and it's more of like a play in a way with like crazy, crazy scenes and stuff <gasps> oh like that. Oh my God, this would be a good play. I think so too. I think it would be. This would be good on Broadway. Broadway. Oh my God. <laughs> I don't know about singing. <laughs> uh, but I, it is very self aware, and sometimes it's played out like a really silly, ridiculous play. Like that's the way I get the vibe from it, which I didn't mind really. Right. It, it's super gory uh, at the start. And one of the death scenes in the movie really let us up with laughter. Oh, yeah. It does seem to borrow a little from other movies in that particular genre, even or subgenre, I should say, even from the next movie we're going to talk about, Progeny, in some regards. But even that movie borrowed from other movies like it, too. So right. it's, it's a very typical kind of story about getting impregnated. But there's a, so many different films that have done it, but this right. is just a silly, silly take on it. So it's it's really just trying to be familiar while still doing its own thing. But in some regards, the elements that they added sort of make it different and were kind of nice additions, while other times it sort of just fell flat. Mm-hmm. You sort of know what to expect going in after watching the trailer anyway, but unfortunately it sort of drops an in interest as the movie progresses a little bit. And I don't know if it was just because they were on a roll and I don't know, like, you know, when you get in a writing role and you're like, oh, let's do this. They had the script apparently long before, you know, mm-hmm. they made the movie. So, mm-hmm. but I don't know. 
I appreciate it though for taking the movie there a few times. Like they really go there oh, and make some really, really, really dark, fucked up, silly jokes and make mm-hmm. it kind of lighthearted, which is kind of a interesting dynamic. The practical effects as well. So kudos to the film for doing these kind of things. I really appreciate seeing that because not every film has to be some serious romp. You right. know what I mean? Like it doesn't have to be. And it's nice to have. I like I always have felt like horror and comedy like should be married. You know what uh-huh. I mean? Like it's one of my favorite films as always. I always talk about is Dead Alive. Mm-hmm. And that's the best of both worlds right there. Is it as good as the practical effects in there? No. But it does a damn good job. It does a good job. For a small budget and the fact that they were willing to do practical at all right on such a small budget is admirable. Mm-hmm. So, the acting of course, obviously very tongue in cheek and takes place in 2012 which is an interesting dynamic we'll get into more of that later and i don't really they never really explain why right but it's very specific and it doesn't explain any reason why it takes place in that time it just is weird to me Uh although we have a theory but they didn't even play it out yeah they didn't they totally could have yeah which is we'll talk about later yeah i don't i just it's such a weird i don't know why oddly specific choice yeah yeah. Like, they didn't even need to put a date on it, and it would have worked just fine. And they didn't even use, like, typical things from that from that year. Right. So I thought, yeah. And anyway. plus, it's it's interesting that it dabbles with a sort of taboo subject, which is abortion and, mm-hmm. like, pregnancy and stuff like that, because everybody's divided on that kind of thing anyway. Uh-huh. Um, you know, they have, like, a literal protester in the movie objecting to her going into a clinic, but it's very obviously not something that he should be protesting, because it's a fucking killer fucking baby essentially right so it's not really that controversial and it's not meant to have any kind of message so you don't have to worry about that whatsoever Mm -hmm. it's just having fun for the sake of fun Mm -hmm. i'd say that probably the first 30 minutes of this movie are pretty fucking amazing uh, but after a while it felt like it just ran out of steam Mm-hmm. And the characters are interesting and root worthy enough. I enjoyed their acting. It's a particular brand of acting, guys. Like, but you'll get used to it really quick. Yeah. It's, it's not like they did good. Yeah. Like for some people who like like real, like straight placed, you know, acting, they may not like this, but that's not really a comedy, you know, right, it's right. um. But the jokes became way over the top. But like I said, it's aware. So, you know, I'd give this one probably like a six out of ten. It's way better than average, I think, based off a short stretched out into a feature. I give them props for getting it done with practical on a budget. And that's that's what it's all about. You know, if you're able to make a feature film from a short film, that's why people make so many goddamn short films is so that they can get either the exposure or to get that idea made. Because every every idea you come up with is your darling. You know, and sometimes you have to kill your darlings because it's not a feature film worthy. But I think this one played out pretty well for a feature film, although it lacks 25 percent of that you know, feel. Right, right. So, but it's it's not a bad watch if you're looking for some silliness. Definitely a decent flick. Maybe it'll be better for you guys than it was for me. What about you? God damn it. You mentioned a bunch of stuff I was going to mention. <laughs> but I'm just going to I'm fuck, thorough, Christina. Fuck you guys. I'm going to mention them again. No, <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. No, tell us how you feel. No, I want to know. Absolutely a horror comedy. Uh-huh. Like, it was, I thought it was a really fun movie. Like, as you said, it, it kind of wore down. It was just, like, too much. Right. It wasn't, like, balanced, it I was, guess. It was more about quantity than it was quality, I yeah. think. Unfortunately. But... I really like movies like that. Sure. But 
that's just me. Anyway, um, I really enjoyed the visuals, the practical effects, like you said, the way it was shot. Mm-hmm. Um, it had very creative uh, transitions. Yeah, it kind of had a, like an Evil Dead out. feel to it a little bit. Yeah, at yeah. times. I'm not going to say that it's like exactly. But see, it's funny you say that because I thought a lot of how it was filmed, it reminded me of Scott Pilgrim versus the World, right? Or because Zombieland, it's or, yeah, or Kickass, yeah, like all that. Very I, I would snappy, it, fast action pace. Yeah. yeah, exactly. I'd put it if you like those movies, you would like definitely like this movie. Quick zoom ins on people's faces, like right. you know, to try to give it like um some fluidity and make it like really kind of flow right like you like the the story was really fun it was like this ridiculous teenage adventure right you know which i i liked and yes it, it was kind of typical but mm-hmm. i mean you know what, what the focus are you gonna do um but and it was over the top it was like the deaths were over the top and right. ridiculous characters yeah the characters like yeah the human none the- of that shit would ever happen in reality oh no way yeah. no way um, the humor was very tongue in cheek. I put that too. Did you? Okay. Yeah, I did. Um, but see, it worked well with the story and the actors. But it did. It was too much. It was. It was consistent. Right. I even enjoyed the score. Like the music. Sure. It, it just overall, like it was a good feel of the movie. It definitely fit it. But I could see like people not liking this movie because it was it was too much right and it was just so ridiculous it's a particular brand right and like you said about i uh the i don't understand why it said it was 2012 it made no sense unless Um, we missed it yeah i don't know it I thought they would have uh, stretched more on like the end of the world. That's when the end of the world was going to happen. Right. And, and the kid going to Mexico and that kind of stuff. But they did it. Yeah. We like, like the well, in the middle of the movie, we like paused it because we were taking notes a couple of times, but also because we were trying to like see if some of the phrasing or uh, what do they call them? Oh, like the, the words of the time. Right. We'll get into that in our spoiler section a yeah. little bit more. Yeah. We were actually Googling to see what like cray cray or whatever. was like, what? They said yeah. that? Like, did they say that in 2012? Like, can't remember. Right, yeah. We're old now, so all the years just kind of run together. Colloquials. That's what they call them. Colloquials? Colloquial. I've never heard that before. Colloquialism. I thought it was called. just slang. No, it's just colloquialisms. <laughs> it's just, yeah. Okay, whatever. But I, I like the name Snatchers. And it, it, and I was like, what the hell? Like, why do they name it Snatchers? And then I was like, oh, and then I thought of Invasion of the Body Snatchers and like, oh, All the right. way the alien in this, like, attached to uh, people's bodies. I'm not spoiling anything. And I was like, oh, okay, well, that makes sense. But anyway, I... Which, which makes more sense for the title of the movie because of that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And it also plays on the word Snatch, which I don't know if that's exactly... Oh, I didn't think about that. I don't know if that's exactly what they were going for. Oh, well, maybe. I think they were going for body snatchers. Yeah, that's, yeah. Yeah, because yeah, I, I thought about that for a second, too. I was like, snatchers? What? Oh, yeah, the alien thing. Anyway, I gave it a 7 out of 10. So I gave it a little bit higher than you. Right. But again, I enjoy movies like, ridiculous movies like this. Okay. 7 out of 8. That's good. I mean, yeah. that's like a 6.5 between the two of us. That seems about appropriate. Mm-hmm. Like, it definitely deserves credit. Um, it just didn't go above and beyond my expectations. Uh-huh. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I know what you mean. It, it kind of set up my expectations in the movie, not before I saw the movie, although you could argue that maybe with the trailer. Uh, but yeah, the first 30 minutes really set up my expectations the most because we were really having a good time laughing. Yeah, we were. It was time good time. laughing. Because there's some really dark fucking humor in there. Yeah. Like some fucked up dark humor, which you're just like, you shouldn't make fun of, but they do in this movie, mm-hmm. which is which is a plus. 
I think, for those of you out there that like that kind of stuff. But it may just teeter just a little over the line for some people. So mm-hmm. it's kind of up in the air. I think six, six point five, six to seven is a perfect category. So, mm-hmm. but now we got some of our trivia and spoilers. So if you don't want anything ruined, of course, you can go to our timestamps down below and go to the next spoiler free part of our progeny review and check that out. If you want to watch this, it's up on VOD. So you can rent it for like five bucks on like Vudu, Amazon, iTunes, wherever you watch digital fucking media. Um, but you can check it out there. But you have been warned. So we're in our spoiler section. Surprise. Um, We do have some trivia. You already mentioned that they they did this on a short film based on, you know, the same thing. I think they had three directors on that one, and it's one of the writers. Oh, okay. So was that Steven? So, so yeah, the movie only had two of those Uh three people that worked on the short. Oh, okay. I see. Yeah. It was considered as uh, one of the best of the fest at South by Southwest last year. Which isn't happening this year. Right. I was going to mention that. Closed this year. Thanks, Corona. (laughs) (laughs) I swear one day I'm like going to get there and watch all these fucking upcoming films. But the fucked up thing is, is like, who knows when things will be back to normal again? Because we're having so much time away from like production and filming and Mm -hmm. people being outside and actually doing work. So it's like. It's going to be interesting the next, you know, you year or so. Catch up. Yeah, because mm-hmm. there's, I feel like there's going to be a really dry spell for 2021, mm-hmm. you know, for movies and, and stuff. And honest to God, if, if you're actually working on something now, even though you technically can't, I would still be doing whatever I could to try to get it out before everybody else gets their shit out. Well, I guess, yeah, because people are kind of like craving all this uh, media now yes. and content. But. Uh, apparently at, at South by Southwest Festival, they at last year, they gave out like fake condoms that you can't really use as sort of promo <laughs> for the film. And I remember seeing some of those on on Twitter and shit like that. So, oh, yeah. But yeah, like you couldn't really use them like they're not, <laughs> you know, because somebody asked them, they were like, did you really want a message to say not to have sex? And he was like, no, no, not at all. Like. <laughs> They were asked, you know, who inspired them, uh, you know, directors and what movies. And I don't know if to take them seriously here or not. But, you know, they said like Men in Black, The Fly, Cabin in the Woods, Jurassic Park and (laughs) Mrs. Doubtfire. Like, I guess they're all really good movies. Oh, yeah. I'm not saying anything wrong with them. Yeah, Mrs. Doubtfire. That's that's a little weird, but it's like, I guess, homely and nice. Well, I mean, if that's one of the first movies you saw as a kid, too, I'm sure they're like our age. So it's, you know. Right. It was awesome. Well, like, they seem like really fun guys. Like, they, mm-hmm. they seem really nice. Um, but that's pretty much it for the trivia. I did a little research on it, you know, and digging through it and watching some interviews and stuff like that. But there wasn't all that much. So I'm sure if they have a Blu-ray, I'm sure they have some extras on there, maybe. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But um, some of the scenes that we're in, <laughs> I wanted to talk about. Do you have one in particular from the beginning or did you? But I do write a lot of notes. Yeah, you so. do. That's why I like to go from you and not mess you up. <laughs> well, there's a scene where he's all screaming. They're having sex like this. Oh, <laughs> the, the, the school kid and the main girl, Sarah. Yeah. And T- Skyler. Skyler. And her having sex. And like, he's like totally not interested in her whatsoever. He's just suddenly got this like sex drive because he went to Mexico or whatever. And like, he's all, they're having sex and he like is screaming like, it hurts, it hurts. Oh my God, it hurts. And then he comes really fast. And then the next morning, 
they like got this i had sex music like cool like hip-hop sort of like girl singing like i just got my fucking panties wet you know like whatever the fuck and she's all smiling and walking down the fucking hallway all in slow motion and, and everything looking at her yeah she's like glowing yeah like and then you see skylar turn the corner and he's all smiling and he looks at her and the next scene you see her puking on the floor <laughs> Which is so fucking great. Yeah, because they went to kiss and then she just started vertical vomiting. Right on the floor. And it's just like really a lot. (laughs) But I just thought that was really fucking funny because she's obviously pregnant. Right. You know, the next day. But um, was she like showing at that point in time? No. She wasn't. It was the next day. No, it wasn't the next day. It was later. It was it was when she went to the friend. Oh, the that's fr- right. Friend yeah, she yeah. had the tiff with. Her friend came over. Then all of a sudden she had a belly and her mom came in. Right. Because she meets up with her old friend who she like, quote, ghosted. And this is where we were like. No, they grew apart. Yeah. You but, know, it's high school. You, but, but they said ghosted. And oh, which yeah, I thought yeah. was funny since it seems like that's a, a newer phrase. Uh-huh. Then 2012, which this movie takes place. And then I got to thinking, I'm like, okay, well, maybe 2012 is significant because it was like the end of the world mm-hmm. and they were kind of going to play with that or something. And, and she, at the beginning credits, they showed the Aztec Indians, like all these. And we were right. Like, oh, okay. So I was like, sense. okay, that makes sense. But they never did anything with it. They didn't do anything with Unless it. Unless it got pointless. cut or something. I don't know. It must have got cut. But we looked it up and apparently like Cray Cray and... Ghosted. And Ghosted all came out um, around that time. Like, Cray Cray was, like, brand new because I think it was his 2011. Cray Cray was in a song uh-huh. with Kanye West and fucking... Um, uh, Beyonce? No. Or no. What's his, what's her husband? Oh, Jay-Z. Yeah, it was, like, something, like, a song yes. they did together. Somebody that Kanye and him did together. I just can't think of it. But apparently Ghosted, the terminology Ghosted, became popular in 2015. So it could have been said in 2012. But I just thought it was something weird. Maybe we weird. just didn't think because we're old, so we didn't. We weren't using it because we used things last. That's just how my brain thinks. Like right. I'm doing like parallel fucking investigation, <laughs> like on three different the channels of my brain. <laughs> They're like, shut up, Alex. Anyway, so obviously the first big scene is oh when they go to the doctor. Yes, because she's yes, pregnant. Because she's pregnant. The nurse is doing an ultrasound, right? And the the nurse was like, hold on just a second. And she goes and gets the doctor. Yeah, but doesn't it pop out the fucking, doesn't it short circuit the thing or something? I don't remember. I don't think so. I think that the, the that nurse just. I, yeah, that was in progeny where okay. it, it went off. Sarah was like, oh, you don't understand. I just got pregnant yesterday. And the OBGYN says, I'm an OBGYN. There's nothing down there I haven't seen before. And then he, she opened her legs and then um, the alien came out and took his head off. Yeah, like a fucking, like a <laughs> rocket. Yeah, it just took it off suddenly. Like you, you could blink and it was like, Thoosh! and then it's like bouncing all over the fucking room, like some fucking cartoon. And it's like, you know, she's like, that's where I got that Evil Dead vibe. Uh-huh. Because it kind of reminded me of the Sam Raimi approach of, of filmmaking where you 
are using fast cuts and stuff like that and she's using the pan to p- block it and uh-huh. like if you remember in Spider-Man 2 like Sam Raimi did the Doc Ock scene where he's like on the table and it starts like killing like his arms are going all over the place oh, uh-huh. and that's very Evil Dead everybody always said that about Evil Dead so it kind of reminded me of that a little bit there uh-huh, but it was really fucking funny when his head hilarious. got taken off yeah. that was the best part that was really we were, it was ridiculous we were not expecting that like at all Mm -hmm. so but later on she's like having a debate with her friend they get in the car and they're like getting ready to drive off and she sees like her stomach moving and she's like oh my god there's another one in there (laughs) and they start screaming and she's like oh my god i don't know what to do you know she was like i don't want to have anybody else look at my fucking vag cannon like i just (laughs) took a dude's head off (laughs) and that's when they see that it, it like attaches to the back like uh, the spine yeah the baby can attach to the butt to the top of the head it tilts your head forward and sticks its little fucking stinger in your neck to control your body snatching your body it uses your body to like get around and stuff right which i thought was very creative yeah like that was a good thought process that's the whole snatcher thing but i really Mm -hmm. think because of how silly these guys are they would call it snatch Mm -hmm. because of snatchers you know i I don't know i'm telling you i really feel like (laughs) not just trying to sound like some douchebag here guys um but they find out that she's still pregnant and how to get rid of it the main girl's like how tall is your staircase (laughs) (laughs) i didn't even catch that yeah i know you started laughing because see that's how fast the humor was it was pretty fast yeah and and so he had he started laughing he had to pause it she's like wow you just went from zero to 60 and and how to fucking kill a baby in like no time But it was like more intended. They didn't like describe what she was trying to say. They so that's probably why you didn't catch it right off the bat. But like it starts killing a bunch of people at the gas station and like eating them. And it's like this fucking spider comes out out of it. And it like shoots its arms out to like make this nest or something. Uh-huh. Which was pretty cool. Yeah, like, that was cool. I like it reminded me of like really shitty. I don't know, was it The Suckling or like, because that's another movie about like an aborted fetus splinter. or something. Splinter, not Splinter. No, no, Slither. No, no. I'm just talking about the specific practical effects that they use and how corny oh, okay. and cheesy it is. Yeah. It looked like something from The Suckling. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, it's like pretty ridiculous, but I really appreciate that they went there with it. Right. I don't know. It was cool. Cool scene. There's like that guy hiding in the fucking... In the one of the drink coolers or whatever, I forget what happened with him. Oh, he yeah, he went into like the soda cooler to hide. He was able to sneak out of the convenience store and he was like on his phone. And then they like, who came and talked to him? I don't remember. I, I don't remember either. But he managed to live. So, which is funny too because at around this time they show that little because there's two aliens, right? There's the male alien, which is the little tiny little drone sort of ant alien, and then there's like the queen bee sort of alien, mm-hmm. which is like this gigantic fucking uh, beast that grows and grows and grows as it eats people. Uh-huh. And like you see the little alien that's probably as big as like a small pomeranian or something, and it's like. <laughs> Fucking the back of the fucking uh, the female alien, like just plowing away behind. It's like you hear it going. Okay, we got it. <laughs> Wouldn't they be brother and sister because they like came out of right? Like- yeah, I don't know. I mean, but they're aliens. Who gives a fuck, right? Yeah, yeah. Like really, I mean, well, she wasn't. She was just. They were just. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know how that works. Yeah. <laughs> 
I don't think it matters when it's aliens or animals or creatures, I guess. <laughs> Wait, but then, then it, it's like, and are they really aliens? Because they came from the Aztec, or did the Aztecs, like, capture them and, like, put them in? Well, maybe they, so alien, well, they, well, there's always that talk where they have, like, aliens from back in those times. So maybe that's where it, oh, maybe because when I heard it. them talk in the interview, they kind of, they called it an alien. Oh, okay. So I would assume it's an alien, but it looks like a fucking cockroach yeah. or some sort of fucking... Like an ancient... It could be like an ancient uh, yeah. reptile I don't know thing. about that. Oh, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I just like... I thought it was really funny when that thing was like going banging, to town. They're banging each other. Yeah. And then that they go... Funny. Don't they go to the like... They think that they're like, oh, it's the same kind of logic that critters used where in and i think it was in critters 2 where they i think it was critters 2 or th- one with the ball okay the big ball critter oh, yeah was that two where they're like where did critters go and they go to the meat packing plant where is there a lot of meat well i guess there's a party going on at jessica's or whatever her name was mm-hmm. so they go to their friend's house you know and um they're super cutting this with the alien fucking the big the the baby alien that's now the bigger one mm-hmm. and it's like she's like at her friend's party and she's like aliens are coming and it's like are coming and it's like at the, <laughs> that's how silly it gets it's <laughs> ridiculous yeah like right now <laughs> I don't know. It's just one of those editing techniques that you do to try to like. <laughs> I've seen that in so many movies where they like have a sex scene and then you just see somebody smashing like their fist into a dough or uh, something. Yeah, you know, like, yeah. Just, oh, also, we need to mention where this movie t- took place. It's a, it was in Arizona, right? Madre Vista. Madre Vista, which yeah. doesn't exist. So I don't know what city they're basing it on. Sierra Vista is the I only one that I'm was, thinking. I don't think it was Sierra Vista because Sierra Vista is like a military town. Is it? Yeah, it is because it's right off of Fort Huachuca. So everybody who works at Fort Huachuca lives in Sierra Vista. Yeah, because if you guys don't know, we're in Arizona. So yeah. we're like. So I thought that was really cool. and um. But they shot it in New Mexico. Oh, yeah. They shot it in New Mexico because it said at the right. end of the movie. So it really did look like Arizona. And Haley. Right. Haley was wearing an Arizona shirt the whole time too, with the cactus on it or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I thought that was cool. But they, uh, there's a, also that really fun scene that's almost kind of like a nod to uh, not critters but gremlins, where it jumps into the she chucks oh. it or something and it lands, or she shocks it and it lands in the blender. In the blender, yeah, the male alien. And that was a, another good transition, right? right and there. how do they, how do they kill the one at the end? Did they throw like Ooh. they put like chloroform or some shit in its mouth and it pops yeah i think it, it exploded but i don't remember what they put on it yeah i don't either i don't remember it was kind of confusing at that part but it explodes mm-hmm. and it's this like big old fun happy time thing <laughs> <laughs> i mean it's fun it's a fun movie i just uh i think it could have been just a little bit better but for a first feature film right is it the first yeah, feature th- film? yeah it looked like it yeah i think it's a really good film for a first feature mm-hmm. And uh, I, I think it w- when movies try to have a tone and then can't figure it out, mm-hmm. then it's a bad film. And they were able to figure out their tone throughout right. the whole movie. Right. So it didn't feel gappy. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I think that's a good thing. And I, I would definitely check out some of their newer movies if I if I could, for yeah, sure. Whenever they. Yeah, I would like to see next, what they could do next. For the, sure. After this whole virus. Situation <laughs> yeah, right. <comes> down. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but it's, it's sorry. 
So I think it's funny too because now I usually um, when we watch older movies or whatever, oh, I know. I'm always like, "Don't jump in the pool. You're gonna get your cell phone wet." Wash your sh- fucking hands. And now I'm like, "Social social distancing. Don't sit. Don't shake their hands. Don't shake their hands. It's, You're gonna get the disease." Yeah, we're hysterical. <laughs> it's not that bad. Really. <laughs> but no, like seriously, that's what I'm thinking about now. Right. Well, when I mean, I'm like, and Why? You're standing too close together. It's probably a good sign. Yeah. You know, Sanitize like, your groceries. Yeah. Yeah, wash your genitals yeah. <laughs> with a Corona hand job. <laughs> anyway, so we do have another movie that we're going to be talking about, and this is the the movie Progeny from 1998. And this is the spoiler-free review part, so you don't have to worry about anything spoiled. The Progeny movie from 1998 is a story about an unsuspecting woman that is impregnated by aliens who are experimenting on the human population which it's kind of like two lead people actually the male or her husband's kind of the lead in this movie yeah. Yeah. but i guess she is in this this storyline they, well they yeah i think they're both they both are it's like they yeah right there's a tagline for this one it's there are some things in the universe that we can't understand understand <laughs> i know that's exactly <laughs> we, we want answers we want answers <laughs> that's awesome <laughs> We have compiled a team of experts. If you guys have no idea what we're talking about, we're talking about the Zach Bagans show, um, Ghost Adventures, because every time he says that we will never understand, understand. I turn to Christine and I'm like, understand. Funny. <laughs> anyway, this movie was directed by Brian Usna, who did Bride of the Reanimator, Beyond Reanimator, The Dentist. Silent Night, Deadly Night 4 Initiation, which Brittany Four. and I did. Oh, yeah. you did? <laughs> yeah. We did the whole series, the whole franchise. Uh, we, he also did Society, Return of the Living Dead 3, and plenty more. So he had a very big working relationship, of course, with Stuart Gordon. And he asked Stuart Gordon to come and trim the fat off of uh, like a screenplay or a story idea to kind of help get some the story fleshed out for this movie. Uh-huh. Uh, so Stuart Gordon helped write this one. He did, of course, Reanimator, Fortress, Stuck, Dagon, Dolls, From Beyond, and many more, which, like I mentioned before, guys, watch my video on YouTube. Definitely worth a watch if if you're curious about what the man did. Uh, and something, you know, it's just fun to talk about. And I tried to give him my, my personal thanks. Mm-hmm. But anyway, check it out. Also, this movie was written originally by... Aubrey Solomon, who did Ice Age Collision Course, Quincy M.E. TV series, The Fall Guy TV series, Danger Bay TV series, an episode of RoboCop and Highlander TV series as well. Huh. Some of the alien design was by Screaming Mad George, who is no stranger to Brian Yuzna because he was he did work on uh, Society. He also did work on other movies like uh, The Abyss. Big Trouble oh. Little China, The Giver, Predator, Society, that cockroach scene that's fucking killer in the Elm Street Ford, the Dream Master scene, mm-hmm. which is fucking awesome. It's like one of the best scenes. Like, it's so fucking ugh. like it just makes me grossed out or her arms snap back. Oh, OK. And then like cricket arms come out and it's like, <laughs> <Crooked> ugh. <arms. laughs> this was cockroach, but. But he's done a ton of work, so he he did some stuff on this. He did the aliens and stuff in this movie. I see, I see. Some of the cast in this movie are Arnold. Uh, excuse me. Some of the cast in this movie are Arnold Vosloo, who did Doctor Craig. He's the husband in this movie. He was in Hard Target with Van Damme, 
The Mummy. The one with Brendan Fraser? Yeah. Brendan Fraser. That's the one. Yeah. That I mo- like that movie. I like yeah. Well, that. I, I think a, a lot movie. of people are pretty fond of that movie. Yeah, Some people hate fun. it as it went on well, because it did get a little ridiculous. It but did. he was the emo tap. He was the main bad oh, guy. Oh, okay. Right. I didn't realize that either. I was like, oh, shit, that's right. Nice. He was in Blood Diamond, Gore, Buried Alive, The Revenger, Dark Man 2 and 3, which we still need to watch all three of those uh, and review them at some Put point. Put it on the list. It is. I already got a list. <laughs> I'm checking it twice. Uh, he was also in Odd Thomas and more. Also stars Jillian McWherter, who is Sherry. She's the wife, the alien abductee, sort of so to speak. She was in movies like After Midnight, Servants of the Twilight, Blood Fist 7 and 8. You know, those got to be good. Fist? (laughs) They made 7 or 8 and I've never heard of them. No, I've heard of them, but it's action movies. Oh, okay. It's like Van Damme kind of brought to light a lot of that stuff. Oh, okay. Like Kickboxer and shit like that. It's a good... I might be curious to check them out just on my own. Uh-huh. But she was also in The Dentist 2 and Strangeland. It also stars uh, horror legend Brad Dorif, who plays Dr. Clavel. He was in, obviously, the child play movies, Chucky. You know, he's the voice of Chucky. Mm-hmm. He was in Dune, The Exorcist 3, One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest, and plenty more. You know who he is. We also got Wilford Brimley, who plays Dr. Weatherly. And, uh, I got my diabetes. Yeah, he's from all the Quaker Oats and Diabetes commercials. Give me my oatmeal. And my diabetes. My diabetes. He makes fun of himself on Twitter about that shit all the time. Yeah, that's good. That's yeah, fun. He's pretty cool. But more importantly, he's also done John Carpenter's The Thing. I'm okay now, Clark. It's okay. <laughs> Let me in now, Clark. <laughs> Uh, he also did Cocoon 1 and 2, Hard Target, Remo Williams' The Adventure Begins, which is one of my favorite childhood fucking movies. Really? I swear to God, that movie is amazing, and I wish they would have made a sequel for it because it's fucking great. Um, budget on this movie was $2.5 million estimated. Wow. So they didn't have box office, so it was straight to video. Oh, really? So, yeah. Okay. But uh, what are your thoughts on this movie, Christina? Oh, I thought this was one fucked up Rosemary's Baby remake. (laughs) Yeah, it's very true. (laughs) There wasn't any anal probing, but there was a lot of vagina probing. Mm. And they also... I'm kidding. (laughs) Jesus Christ, Alex. I'm sorry. I was was trying to offend you. (laughs) Easily done. Okay. Um, There was a ton of alien rape in this movie. Yeah. A ton. (laughs) It's not that bad, though. It's not that bad. It's not that bad. But I was just like, this is... This is rape. Some this people will just like write it rape. off right away just hearing that. Well, don't because honestly, I've never heard of this movie before and it was a lot of fun. Yeah. It was a so bad it's good movie and it, it was pretty ridiculous. It made me think of like a sci-fi lifetime movie or like a <laughs> whole Oh my god! And, like Hallmark did an alien abduction movie. Yeah, they were, they were trying to reach new viewers. Let's put some rape in there. How about that? Well, I mean, without like the, I know what you mean, the like the after-school specials and, or something. Yeah, yeah, I don't know, but I think it was just it was 1998, right? So maybe right. it was just like that era. Like it always so makes it me think of that movie, um, the one where the girls like puking and putting jars in her room. Oh, when she the bulimic, or like thing? the mommy dearest one, or uh-huh. like yeah, something yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah sure. it does. It totally, it totally felt like that. Okay, to me. Oh, and then yeah, alien drama. <laughs> now the practical effects were really good, mm-hmm. like with the aliens and stuff. But 
did not practical effects, and those were not good. Like, those were dated, I think, beyond 1998. Okay. And that's, again, that's why I mentioned, I see why it's straight to video now. It was very straight to video. And you said the budget was 2.8 million? 2.5. Or 2.5? Like, Well, there's a reason why they did it the way they did. And I thought we talked about this when we watched the movie, but I'll I'll mention it in my thing. Okay, we'll talk about it later. Anyway. There's a reason why it is the way that it is. Uh-huh. Is all I'm saying. Okay. Well, and I'll get to that. Okay, that, that's fine. I'm just th- because those not practical effects. I, w- what she's saying is, is that the aliens look kind of silly in the beginning. In the beginning. But right. then they then they started to look awesome. Right. But anyway, okay. The plot, the plot was pretty good. I like how they made it about the doctor and his wife. Because it made the dynamic interesting okay. to where the doctor could save his wife and like, you know, she kept going to the hospital and since he was a doctor, he could go and try to save her. Mm-hmm. Whether if the if the 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 husband was a plumber, like you could you were you weren't going to get like the same kind of thing out of it. Anyway, overall, I think they should remake this movie when they were doing the ultrasound on her. I would have loved to see it a 3D ultrasound. <laughs> that would have been so fucking cool. Well, they could probably do it better, I guess. Yeah. yeah, and it would look amazing. Right. But no, I really think they should they should remake this movie. But not use this name. Like I don't like the title of this movie. Progeny. Progeny. It means child. It means after it's like a uh iteration of a, a birth of, of Yeah, I know, but I don't, I don't like it. It needs to be more spooky. It's just not a very widely used terminology. No, it's yeah. not. I thought it was a. I think it sounds like a cool horror name, honestly. Yeah, well, I guess. I, I always know. remember seeing it on the the VHS shelf, going, "Ooh, what's that?" Yeah, you know, when I was a kid. So yeah, but anyway. But what did you? So I, did you like the acting? Like, what did you think? Yeah, I think that I think all the actors did a really good job, except they were kind of off. Even what what's his what's Mr. Diabetes' name? He was a little off too. <laughs> Wilford <Sorry>. Brimley. Yeah, <laughs> he was a little off. Yeah, let's not give him any respect. Just call him the Diabetes <laughs> dude. I like him. I do. Anyway, Clark, I'm, I'm okay now. It's good to come back in. <laughs> You're just gonna do that. As it's much cold as out here. Then that probably won't be the last time you hear him do that impression. <laughs> I'm telling you now, I'm all good now. <laughs> anyway, I really like this movie. I was very surprised. Eight out of ten. Eight out of ten. Eight out of ten. Wow. It was fun. Okay, okay. I even liked it better than Snatchers. I did. Okay. Why? What did you think? Well, you gave it the same score. No, I gave Snatchers like seven. Oh, seven. That's right. Okay, my bad. So I definitely agree with you. This is, and whether intentionally or not, usually the the so bad it's good sometimes aren't, or pretty much not intentionally done in the way to be so bad it's good. Right, right. They're approached as a, you know, serious film. And it ends up being kind of schlocky and fun in that regard. The story is engaging and some of the scenes are fucking bananas. They have some pretty cool creature effects when you get to it at the, you know, which at first, like we were talking about, like you said, I was a little skeptical on some of the alien work. I'm like, what? what So at first glance, those of you who watch this are going to be like, oh, come the fuck on. (laughs) But if you, like, really understand that they were trying that, like, I'm not really spoiling too much when I say this, but they kind of explained it away in the third act that it is there's it's it's a projection of these friendly kind of stereotypical looking aliens that they project into the minds of humans. And that's why they see him this way, when in reality, there's this gross, slimy, fucked up fucking version. Like H.R. Geiger. Right. Shit. 
and and they show that later on so just you know wait for it it'll make sense and you know it's probably not a great marketing <laughs> point you know when you right. do a trailer but uh i don't know it kind of makes for some of the charm in this one you know but plus you got alien dicks tentacles <laughs> popping out of people's stomachs everywhere. and more yeah <laughs> there's alien dick everywhere a bit on the rapey side but like she said you know it's just so ridiculous it doesn't elicit that kind of distasteful vibe right. that you would like freak out about honestly just don't worry about it it's not even that bad right it's not like showing any penetration or anything like that at first i'm thinking to myself like oh god this is this guy reminds me of billy zane and the girl reminds me of like laura dern uh-huh. but they're both uh, you know like the billy zane uh, kind of guy he is you know he's actually a pretty big actor arnold Vosloo. so i mean i felt bad kind of calling him great value billy zane because he's actually done more than billy zane now <laughs> you know what i mean but they get pregnant only it's not a character's baby it's an alien obviously that's not a spoiler because they use it on the cover so you're pretty good to go there and as the story unravels you realize that what is happening early on and while this movie is like a little typical for the most part, like not 80% of it is pretty typical. Mm-hmm. Some of its spots go a lot further and much more weird. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's got some pretty decent acting in it. It's definitely kind of silly at times, though, which makes it kind of more enjoyable for some reason, which is that so bad it's good. So we're just going to call it S big from here on out. S big oh, good. So ba- okay. Yeah, S big. It's just so S big, oh, okay. man. Okay, S big, S big. I'm gonna write that slang down so I remember yeah. it. <laughs> we really enjoyed watching this one together, though, laughing about we a did. lot of shit. It's just that kind of movie that you and your friends can watch and sort of chime in. I mean, I don't mean any disrespect to Yuzna or Stewart or anybody. It's just one of those films, you know. I don't know how to explain it. Uh, it's not as bad as some might say, though. You know, I right. found a lot of enjoyment out of it. You also get Brad Dorif in it. Certainly not one of his best performances by a long shot. <laughs> no. He's just sort of in it. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing great. And it almost felt like they didn't edit it properly. Right. Like his parts didn't have impact. Well, and he wasn't, in, he was only really in two really big parts. Right. But some of his reactions to oh, stuff were, were just yeah, really horrible. bad. Yeah, they were pretty bad. <laughs> but it's nice to see him either way. Right. You know, and they at least do a good job of keeping it interesting, even if it's so bad. You know, it's still above average, terribly good fare. You know what I mean? Like, it's ridiculous and fun. You cannot compare this to other serious alien movies, even if it takes itself seriously. But I like it. And I'd give this one a seven as well out of ten for so bad it's good. S big. Oh, I still gave it a higher than you. I'd be down to pick this up on blue in the future. Oh, didn't we look it up? Yeah, I mean, I'm kind of wavering on 6.5 to 7, though. Uh Like, it's somewhere in there. Didn't you look at... I would like to own this movie, too. Yeah, it's it's, it's expensive. Out it's out of print, right? You can pick it up on DVD from two places. One's like a Spanish DVD, but it has English spoken language for like $30. And the other one is like 40 bucks for the DVD. That's Ouch. the original, like the DVD. Not sure I'd pick it up for either price, but, you know, I definitely think that it should be on blu-ray at some point that'd be and, nice you know a lot of podcasts are gonna have to grab on to old stuff and talk about that stuff here in the future because like we're not gonna have that many new right. movies coming out right like some that were sitting on the desk and like being edited and shit like that might be 
coming right, out, right. you know, but not other in the than theater. that, not, not in, in the theater. theater. Yeah, right. Like, and they, they're going to have they, to decide whether they, they still, put it out. And it seems like they still don't want to do digital releases. They're not. They're I don't like know. Holding I, them on to some of them. Br- Jason Blum thinks it's uh, the way of the future. So well, it, mean, is. it probably it is. is, but I, don't, I think he's prematurely blowing his load all over our faces with it. I don't right. know. Anyway. Um, but yeah. So you gave it a eight. eight. I gave it like a six point five or seven. We'll just call it seven. So seven point five from both of us in mm-hmm. the S big category. So bad it's good. S big. Yeah. So we do have some spoilers and trivia that we can talk about. I mixed it in with some of this movie. I'm yeah. kind of gonna go do the breakdown sort of thing of this okay. movie because there were so many fucking ridiculously fun scenes, guys. So if you don't want anything spoiled and you want to watch it, you can watch it up on uh, YouTube for free. It's got Spanish subtitles that are hard coded on the video, but it really didn't bother it us. Did, yeah, that's what we watched. It, didn't, it, it wasn't that distracting. And you can't rent it anywhere. Like you have to buy the actual physical disc. I couldn't rent it anywhere. Like I tried. Right. So, you know, I don't feel too bad that you can't rent it. You could buy it for $30, $40, but I thought that was kind of a risk. Yeah. I didn't want to like just buy something. But now I won't. But yeah, now we want to own it. Yeah, I definitely do want to own it. So some of the trivia, if you, you've been warned, here's our spoiler section, by the way. If you guys want to come back and watch it and then come back and hear us talk about it, it'll probably make a little bit more sense, but I will break it down for you so we can point out some of this ridiculous banana shit, guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brian Yuzna, uh, he was nominated for this at the 1998 International Fantasy Film Award in Portugal. Oh, wow. Yeah. So I thought that was pretty cool. That's pretty cool. Yeah. yeah he was nominated. He didn't win, but, yeah, but he was, was nominated. nominated. Yeah. So uh, actress Jillian McWhorter, who is the Sherry girl in this movie who gets abducted and everything like that. She said in an interview how the scene where she gets raped by a giant alien monster was shot. But then due to some problems, it had to be reshot two different times. Uh-huh. Yeah. And, yeah. Two, yeah, two more. Mm-hmm. And this is why the scene is so short in the movie. Um, it was but supposed to be a hell of a lot longer, but they, you know, the alien monster was going to try and calm Sherry down by fondling her new body with its tentacles while holding her. Well, they did. They did that. Yeah, but they did it with the kind aliens, the friendly looking aliens. Oh, okay. Not the the big old dumpster alien. Yeah, that... I'm okay. I'm okay with that. I'm okay with this. Well, it's, she didn't mind it. She said that fine. was like the funnest the funnest thing that she did. Uh huh. So you don't need to be offended <laughs> for her. She wasn't offended. She's even a Christian. Well, you know of what course. I mean? She's an actress too. Yeah, but so. it's funny that she didn't even mind that scene. She said that they were laughing with everybody. They were like cracking up with everybody, like about that that specific scene right so i mean i don't think it's that big a deal i mean even Stuart gordon and them they've always never shied away from sex in their movies right. and stuff and it does affect some people but you know i don't think it's a big deal um in an interview with off uh screen jillian mcwerder said that she watched a lot of documentaries about alien abduction and i read a lot of books she said of and of course i was influenced by rosemary's baby which she loves oh yeah, so I thought you would find that interesting. Yeah, of course, that is interesting. Brian Yuzna was in that same interview because this is like a big written interview that these people on off screen did, and I thought it was really interesting. I read oh, like all of it, like it was a lot. Wow. Uh, but he did an interview with them, Brian Yuzna, and um, 
where he said Stuart is the guy I always go to because he's the best storyteller that I know. He can usually take a complicated story and simplify it. And that's what he did with this. Mm-hmm. Uh, he said, so Stuart said, let's concentrate on Rosemary's baby part of it. And we started to reinterpret the script. And then Aubrey rewrote it based on that. On one point, I ended up, he said, rewriting the script for shooting, but I don't consider myself a writer. I still feel that I'm interpreting someone else's ideas. And it is not like I've never done that, but it's not like I wrote that script. Uh He's just kind of fondled it for a little bit. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. He abducted it. (laughs) 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 He also said that there's a lot of Solaris camera work in progeny if if any of you are fans of Tarkovsky he did Stalker Mirror Nostalgia he said that they watched the director of photography and him watched a lot of that mm-hmm. for um tips on how to shoot this film surprisingly especially with uh the space stuff that was he said directly lifted from Solaris which uh, he he gave it a, a swirl and a black hole, but the point of it was to make it just as Tarkovsky's did. Right. So I thought that was kind of interesting for those of you who are. That's a deep cut, you know, for those fans out <laughs> deep there. Cut. Stalker is a big film that a lot of people like. It's a interesting concept for its time. It's like really far ahead. Uh huh. But um. But yeah, that's that's mostly the trivia that I had. I did have some other trivia that we can go into while we do that, while we tell the scenes. I mean, scenes. yeah. So do you want me to kick it off? Like of course. there was a scene where they show what happened in those two hours because there's a, like the beginning of the movie is them fucking like they, they're like in love and they're talking about having a baby or something and they have sex and he's on top of her. And then this big blue light shines on the screen. And then all of a sudden it's like time seamless. Nothing, you know, it seems like nothing happened. But then they they have this weird suspicion that something bad happened. And they lost time. And they lost time. Yeah, because they look at the clock and it's two hours later. Right. He's like, oh, my God, Jessica. It's like, or Sherry, it's it's 12.23. Right. What did we do? Yeah. What happened? We fucked that long? She was like, I don't know. We must have just lost track of time. We've never gone that long before. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, you fucked me so hard you forgot. (laughs) Uh, it's, it's pretty fucking funny. Like he goes to the doctor to get hypnotized because he's having this like dilemma in his mind about losing track of time. Uh huh. And the doctor's like, well, we'll hypnotize you like right off the bat. Normally they don't do hypnotism until it's like extreme measures of like repressed memories of a childhood. This was a couple months later though, too. Was it? Yeah, it was. It wasn't like the next day. It was a couple months later because... Um, after all that happened. No, it is not a couple months because I remember they went to the doctor and they said that she's that she got pregnant the yeah, day she, the next day. Yeah, but but she said it looks like I got pregnant when she told when she told him she was pregnant. She went they went to the calendar and she flipped it back maybe like two months, so a month and a half. Oh, I don't, I don't like, remember that. It, I thought it was it like looks, within days. It looks like we got pregnant right here. And it was like September 20th. 
Hmm. Some something like that, and then I he and then he and then he was like, "Oh, okay, that's weird." Well, anyway, that's what he was going to the doctor. He for. gets hypnotized, and he she like digs into his memory, and he's telling you get to see what he's saying. Essentially, he doesn't like speak for himself; it just shows you what happens, insinuating that this is what he's telling the doctor. Mm-hmm. And so you get to see him get picked up like a tractor beam. <laughs> And to like float over top of her and get laid down next to his wife. <laughs> and she asks the question like he's like, and that's how I guess two hours just went by. I, 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 that's what happened. Some aliens took her. He's like, because you see him look in the reflection of the the the, the alarm clock uh-huh. and see her get lifted off. Right. And she <laughs> starts floating. Which you, well, you don't see that till later, but for now you just see her disappear for a second right. and come right back because time is almost seamless for him at that point in time. Mm-hmm. But like she, when he wakes up and, and she's like, did you still have an erection? Like, would you remember having an erection? <laughs> would you two hours later? And he was like, yeah, I did. And I'm like, oh, weird. Like, but I was thinking that. Like, I was uh-huh. like, did he have an <laughs> yeah. erection? So I don't know. I just thought it was funny. And so it's one of those things you think about in your mind. Right. Like, if it was two hours later, did he like lay back down around his fucking limp noodle? You know, like, I don't did know. They, did they reinsert time. him? I think they did. <laughs> I think they did. That would be interesting. His aliens are crafty, man. Mm-hmm. They're really good. They're very fine-tuned it's like they have control over us yeah maybe (laughs) so craig he's the guy that got set next to his wife and his wife sherry right Mm -hmm. so craig not the daddy lead is eating lunch with his buddy's surgeon at the hospital this was like the what the fuck moment in the movie right because he's like a doctor at a hospital and his buddy's a surgeon at the hospital he's like the lead director i think it is they called him something like that like yeah. the surgical director One of the higher ones yeah and the guy says you need to eat more meat because he's like eating this bowl of vegetables craig is mm-hmm. and he's like it's a surprise you got her pregnant eating all those vegetables we even had a pool here going on at the office a bunch of us here betting on who was the father at first the winner is the postman right now i was in second and he like punched him in the <laughs> face and the way he fell off the chair was like <laughs> so rid- it's like he tipped himself over. Don't you it think was- that's inappropriate? Yeah, totally. And like if it were nowadays and somebody said that shit, that would that guy would get fired. <laughs> right. For saying that shit to Isn't somebody. Is that what like macho humor is though? Like Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was the 90s. I don't the know if we can 90s? even say that anymore. Yeah. Uh, I just thought, like, who the fuck would say that to somebody? Yeah. Really, like, you fucking asshole. Like, what the fuck <laughs> is your problem? I did think um, when they got to the part where they were getting much more into what happened during oh, the Oh, when she induction. gets hypnotized. Yeah, when she, yeah, that's right. When she gets hypnotized. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was the best, like, alien <laughs> abduction ever. So they're on the bed, right? And he floats over to the side and then she starts floating and all of a sudden you see these flashes of like an alien. It's like, okay. And it's like an invisible shitty alien. And that's the the shitty, uh, the effects I was, that was a shitty part of the effects I've ever seen in my entire life. So she starts floating and you would think she would float, like the window would open and she'd go through the window. Oh no. No, she went through the fucking wall like a ghost. Like a dematerialization of her body and then rematerialization on the outside. Yeah, Yeah, it was. 
And it was so stupid because then it was like, well, why were the aliens in the house? And then all of a sudden they have to like teleport, float her Maybe they had to the, the ship. Like what? Why Maybe they had the to aliens- tie some invisible rope around her yeah. to make her. <laughs> so the whole her getting up to the ship or wherever the fuck she went to. I don't know. I Christina, that was don't you know how warp rope works? <laughs> warp? Warp? Oh, like time warp? No, just rope? warping her warp. to wherever. No, they have to I tie have- her up. Vis- you know, invisible warp rope, dude. Come on. Get your fucking I shit I had no together. idea. <laughs> I guess I do need to Can I my- mention this, though? The funny thing is, before that she, like, goes to the doctor and gets therapy about this mm-hmm. situation where she gets hypnotized and she explains the situation. So, like, get this. The shrink hypnotized him. She's got the same mindset as her husband. And they don't believe that, that he, he or her are telling the truth. It's some re- weird repressed memory or something. Right. And I'm like, okay, that's not how that works. But all right. Um so it's funny she like before they go to the therapist his therapist by the way she's like complaining of cramps from the baby that is very clearly moving after two days of pregnancy right and craig comes home and he's like feeling he's like are you feeling okay i heard you can you contacted uh wilford brimley (laughs) and he said he needed more oats (laughs) i need more oats no no he's like why didn't you tell me that you contacted him to meet up for an appointment with him and she's like i don't want to worry you he's like well maybe you should see my shrink (laughs) that's the first that's the thing that he says right after it and then he's like he's like well maybe you should see my shrink and she gets all pissed that he suggests it and he begins to tell her he's like well i've been seeing this guy on tv who wrote this book about aliens she's like what and then he's like hands her a fertility chart where he's like of his semen and he's like well there's a one in a million chance that i could have gotten you pregnant and it seems like you know (laughs) well i guess we i guess we're that million yeah we struck one in a million baby yeah that's what she said yeah we we hit the lottery the life lottery (laughs) the alien baby lottery but do you want to continue what happens when she goes floating up into the ship oh yeah so she finally starts they finally start to like probe her (laughs) so they probe her through her nasal thing and i'm like oh that's how they test for the coronavirus yeah because you know everything has to do with right now and and then i was like oh is that how they got her pregnant that's how they got her pregnant through her nose (laughs) that's what i was thinking then all of a sudden you see the probe going into her vagina her vagina i was like god damn it (laughs) yeah i know i was like i was wondering but they they apparently that nose implant is to track and disable electronics and shit yeah yeah because then I, I guess that's all with that scene. But then she goes to to Mr. Oatmeal Diabetes and gets her ultrasound done. And um, they were doing that. And then the, the ultrasound, he was like, what? What is this on the, the, the ultrasound machine? <laughs> and then the whole thing just shuts off and he has a heart attack. Well, yeah, because like he's like, hey, uh, Craig, why don't you come over here and check out my oatmeal? And uh, <laughs> he points at his screen. You ever seen a thing like that before? Clark? <laughs> I'm okay now, Clark. Can we get another machine over here? This was not this was not working. Yeah, it was really weird. But it's funny yeah. you forgot to mention like the scene where before they even go to the therapist, she has this episode where she's like f- she has a dream sequence or something like that, and she's like panicking and like hiding in the closet with oh, blood yeah. all over. I was like, where she's like <laughs> the look on her face. I was like, Christina. She's like, where's my raisins? <laughs> 
<laughs> like she's like panicked. That was pretty funny. <laughs> but yeah, like so she does the tur- the the ultrasound, Wilford Brimley, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden the the ultrasound gets blown up. It sparks and fucking smoke comes out of it, and then Wilford Brimley has like a heart attack or yeah, an aneurysm some, or something. something like that he did end up not surviving. Yeah, he maybe he was he had instant diabetes. He's dying of diabetes <laughs> right there. Are some oatmeal? <laughs> I need some oatmeal stat. <laughs> but she like she leaves the hospital during this whole ordeal and she eventually gives birth to a sack on the kitchen floor. But you find out okay. that she's not actually there. Right. And it's a ridiculous. dream sequence and she somehow passed out on the road. We gotta talk about that dream sequence about her birthing this alien baby. The sack? Because I just want men to know, like that is like me having my period. <laughs> like oh, I, God. <laughs> I'm not kidding. All right. Like, <laughs> Maybe that's a little too much, Christina. Oh, is Jesus that Christ. that's too much? Is that too much? I mean, I don't talk about how I shit or anything. Yes, you, know? you do all the time. All right. Anyway, no, like when I was watching that scene, I was like, oh, yeah, that's my period. Oh my God, Christina. So the you, more you know, I guess. You have like the uterus cramping and then like things coming. Anyway, okay. I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> so it was all a dream. Yeah, and then it was all a dream. Yeah. That made me upset. Oh, oh, she was in the car. Right, she was in her Jeep in the middle of nowhere on some side street or something like that. And like this is the part that like tripped me out because like <laughs> she's like all of a sudden in her Jeep, you're like, what the fuck? That was a ripoff. I thought she was going to have this like weird alien thing on the floor and it was going to take off from there. <laughs> and, and like she grabs a fucking coat hanger in the car. Who has a coat hanger in their fucking car? Well, she car? went and obviously got her dry cleaning somewhere, but she's about to abort the baby with the coat hanger. And I'm like, <laughs> what the fuck is happening? <laughs> That was a pretty good scene. She decides not to, and the police show up, and she's all, like, panicking in the middle of nowhere. Like, she thinks aliens are coming to get her. Right. She's like, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God. I don't understand why the police arrested her, because she ended up at the police station, and they wouldn't let her go until the psychiatrist came. (laughs) That was fucking weird, though. Weird. I was like, oh, my God, they're going to fucking, she's going to, she's grabbing a coat hanger. Like, oh, my God. Like, this is pretty archaic. Yeah, and she, uh, and they were showing her. And then, oh yeah. Anyway, and that's when all of a sudden, like you know, this this Craig guy's trying to work, and Brad Dorif shows up because he called the guy, and she hung up on him. She like he like somehow figured out the the author of this book's phone number and calls him and tells him that his wife's pregnant, and there's this weird shit going on. And he tells him that he works at the hospital. So, but his wife hung hangs up on him before leaving the number. So. Brad Dorff's character, Dr. Clavel, shows up and says, hey, uh, you had some alien issues, I guess. Uh, how can I help? And he just shows up at a hospital in the fucking surgery room, which is kind of, I think it was the surgery room, something like that. Right. Or in her room or something. I don't something. know. But he shows they go on this like info dump with Brad and he's been researching this for a long time. So he's kind of like the guy, the liaison who verifies all this shit with him so that you know that it's really happening and he's not crazy because nobody believes him. Mm -hmm. And he's like sacrificing this Craig guy, sacrificing his job as a doctor by trying to get the truth out. And so uh, during this time, he shows him this tape of an uh, old Russian tape from 1989 
or something like that. It was like 1989 oh, yeah. and, and, and some woman was like committed suicide and this alien came out of her stomach. Just popped out. Yeah. Like, tr- yeah. Like it, like it was still alive inside of her and they couldn't verify if this was like real or not. But then shortly thereafter, of course, Sherry is committed and Brad Dorff's doctor, the, the book doctor, gets in with her husband to talk with her and she grabs his hand and shows him the future of like what's going to happen to her and everything. And it was like this really weird thing. And then like Craig shoots her up with true serum. Yeah. Sodium biosinate. Uh, no, sodium pentothal. Oh, sodium pentothal. Pentothal, isn't it? I don't know. Which is when you get to see what the, these aliens really look like. Mm-hmm. Like it, it, because he shot her up with sodium pentothal, she's like telling, uh, what these aliens like, these sludgy fucking trash monsters that are like fucking her and shit. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's kind of, this is why the, the projection that they showed her was this nice, kindly aliens when really they were this sludge monster or whatever they were talking about. But uh-huh. it was kind of cool looking, but it was really short. Yeah, it was. I didn't need to see penetration and shit, but I'm just saying like, right. It was just the interesting creature. Yeah. I wanted to see more of the creature. Right. I would love to see it in Blu-ray to see what that all looked like. Like what mm-hmm. the fuck? They said that uh, Jillian, the woman who was acting in that scene, she said that they did that on a green screen and she had to lie on a small board about a foot and a half wide Ooh. on a crane in front of the green screen where uh, there wasn't like a rig on her, I guess, because they wanted the least amount of things to paint over or computerize out, she says. Uh-huh. So she had to balance herself up really high and she's like, I did pretty well. <laughs> <laughs> She said, uh, at one point, I was so high up that it started vibrating. And I said, bring me down. Just bring me down. She was like emotionally that I was just being raped and that this amazing violation. (laughs) (laughs) And at the same time, there has only been one man working with the monster. So I had to work uh, some of it also. I also was having to push my legs and move back and forth. And I had to feel like it was the monster doing it while at the same time, I was the one doing it. That was mm-hmm. physically and emotionally difficult. So when they shot it before, they had to reshoot it, remember? Wow. Because right, they, right. they couldn't salvage, I guess, the, the footage or whatever, because wow. it was such a technical feat mm-hmm. uh, to do. So I don't know. I just thought it was interesting. Plus, Brian Yuzna said that he said he did that because he wanted to interpret what a gray alien was to him. A gray alien? Yeah, because oh, okay. he said... If something told you without words, don't be afraid, it's only me, then you ask, what color is was it? If it was black, it was bad. If it was white, it's good. If it's red, it's angry. If it's blue, it's cool. If it's gray, it's nothing. It is not uh-huh. a color. So when they say gray alien, I don't think they're saying that it is that. I think it means they don't really have a color. It can bite you. It can suck on you. It can eat you sort of rubbery <laughs> limbs. Not very threatening. Not, 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 not a lot of backbone. They don't have genitals. 
Oh my gosh. What the abductees all remember is that they are being seen. What I'm interpreting from that is that the whole point of it, that you're trying to describe something that you cannot describe unless you attach other things to it in order to dramatize this. I wanted to show that as long as she was comfortable with the situation, they look like one way, which is the, the cheesy creatures, the cheesy aliens. Uh-huh. And as she became more hurt or you know upset, they turn red. And as she was turned on sexually, they turned blue. It started out white and vague and then dark and oppressive. And then when she quit playing along, they turned into a nightmare. Wow, that that's really detailed. <laughs> for, for, right. And it makes sense now, like after we've seen it, it's like, yeah, oh. Yeah, now it makes sense, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I just thought it was kind of funny, like that I didn't get that from it on first watch. No, but not hearing at that, all. yeah. Like I got it because they did explain it. The doctor says, Oh, that's right. their projection. Right. He mentions it briefly. Yeah, just like one time. In some of the info dumping from him or whatever. Right. The other funny thing was is that the the book doctor, Brad Durafin, the 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 husband. Right. Craig decided to take matters into their own hands like good unethical doctors do <laughs> because they know the the what's going down. Right. And the aliens are trying to like take her and kill her and they break into the hospital to try to save her and they cut try to cut the cr- creature out and they pull out that thing in her nose which just suddenly disappears. Yeah. Do you remember that? Yeah, he, they pulled out a little like ball. Like a bug. And then it just Well, it's not a bug. I mean like a no, just like a like a listening device or bug, something, an alien yeah. thing they put in to track you. Yeah, tracker and then device. He, and then he, you see it, and then it goes whoop, and it's gone. It even makes that sound. Whoop, right. Whoop. whoop. <laughs> How's it go, Christina? Whoop. <laughs> so he decides that the only way to save her life after this is to cut her open and look for the fucking alien, and the alien gets. Like strapped to her spinal column and well, her vitals. He, he cut her open, and they show her like insides, which I guess is supposed to be her intestines. And the thing is like moving around the intestines, and then it saw him, and then it like went down. It was funny, and then he started like searching for it. Yeah, it was, was kind of weird, right? I liked it though. I thought it was, it was weird, interesting how they did it. that. Yeah, because so, he was like, "It's out of the womb. It's out of the womb." Right. So the way they did this, what they decide to do is that the only way to save her is to lower her vitals, so basically make her dead, so that the alien is not attracted to the body anymore and tries to escape, like they saw in the video uh-huh. earlier. Essentially killing her to save her and then shock paddle her back, you know, to life like some flatliners type of shit. Right. (laughs) And then all of a sudden the cops and the doctors bust in and that's when he realizes that 20 minutes have passed. Right. I really like that part. And I thought that was a really cool touch. That was clever. Yeah. Yeah, Aliens like froze time when he injected her. When he was trying to save her her life. When When he injected her, they froze time. Yeah. I don't know if it was when he injected her. Oh, when, when did they, they he said time? at the end that that when he was trying to save her, like shock paddle her, yeah, they removed the baby. Oh, I see. Okay, so it wasn't when he injected her. It oh, was it, it was, was when he shock paddle. He was about to shock paddle them. They froze time, took, took the, the baby, baby out, 
and she was already dead. And then and he, she couldn't be saved. She couldn't be saved because 20 minutes had passed before he got to shock paddle her. So she she dead. She was dead she long did, before he yeah. even put the paddles on Which her. Which yeah. I, I thought that was really good because you weren't expecting that. You were expecting, you know, her to survive and be okay. Right. And no. Everything. But no, no, she dead. Yeah. And, and then, of course, you know, they have this like mental dream sequence where he goes back to the house and like... <laughs> He sees his baby with her and she's... Which is like a fucking two-year-old child. She oh, has that's like a right. fucking two-year-old child in her fucking arms. And right. it's like, what? Like, and then he thinks he sees baby. it differently. So it like flips to the like darker nightmarish side and he holds the baby. And it's got like fucking man... man like, like it looks like Little a fucking tentacle. praying mantis yeah. <laughs> with like a mouth like from Mimic or something. And it's like... <laughs> cat <laughs> well that's what it sounded all it fucked did. up that's and then cool. and then suddenly you see him flash back and he's in a fucking jail cell because he killed his wife right and yeah. then instead of him like just sitting there and the movie's over no he gets warped out of there by the aliens yeah the, the blue light shows up and, and then he he's disappears gone. yeah maybe they impregnated him yeah maybe he's the baby Oh, oh twist, I'm twisty, twist. They took its memories and put it in the in the baby, <laughs> and then uh, it became RoboCop. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what Alien the fuck that Robocop. was all about, but but I liked it. I, I liked the ending. Oh, did I did too. And, the, and the, there's an interesting little thing on this because Brian uh, Usna was talking about this, and he said apparently Stuart Gordon that was his idea. Oh yeah, yeah. He said that the typical ending would have been for Craig to cut her open, have us think she's dead, but brings her back to life. The baby right. gets loose. They chase him down in the hospital. There's a big chase at a taxi, and we kill the thing. And I think chase that a taxi. yeah, he's like, <laughs> and I think that would have made a lot of people happy. Typical though. If we had gone that direction, it would have rendered the whole opening superfluous to a great degree. It was a choice the producers had made. If they had wanted it to be an action movie, I would have said, okay, let's construct the beginning so that it goes there. He said, although I would have been a little bit worried because fetuses running around and attacking would have meant really putting on my thinking cap to make something interesting out of it and not make it rep repetitious from other movies. Uh-huh. So I thought that was interesting. That like, is, yeah, that's interesting. But I still liked it. I so like that This ending. movie has a lot more impact because of Stewart. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? In the in the end. Right. Literally in the end. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it was good. That is cool. I don't know. I like this movie though. Like I, I'm uh yeah, I'm like at a six point five seven. I'd say it's in there. Somewhere in there. Like I would watch this again and not have any problem with it because of all totally, the laughs. Right. I would totally watch this one again. I mean, it could be because we just had so many funny jokes and stuff that we were telling each other throughout the whole thing. Like, yeah. where are my raisins and shit? <laughs> where are my raisins? Like, I wish I could watch movies with you guys and just, like, hear the dumb shit that comes out of our mouth when we watch it. <laughs> and I know everybody thinks they're funny, but, like, I really think we're funny. <laughs> like, we laugh really hard. I don't hard. know. I don't know. Yeah, you think? <laughs> Anyway, um, but yeah, I mean, what did you guys think of these movies? Have, have you seen these movies? Did you enjoy them? Did you like this movie in particular? I would love to hear what you guys think. And, and if you watch this based on our, uh, you know, so bad it's good, S big, our S big. S big. It's big. It's big. It's very it's big, a yes. It's big movie, yes. Yes. <laughs> 
that's a quote from uh, Dead Alive, by the way, guys. So you have to. Thank you. Thank yeah. you, Mr. Knowledge. <laughs> Thank you, Mr. Horror Movie Knowledge. I will eat your brain to gain your knowledge. knowledge. <laughs> Look at you. <laughs> uh, in my, my, my whole childhood is made up of movies that I watched because I didn't have any friends. <laughs> that's why I do this today. That's Alex cool. can remember like all of these movie quotes, but he can't even remember my birthday. Or how to do the dishes. Right. That's yeah, you. That's you. I gave up on that. I can't remember your birthday. Fuck you. Like, that's terrible. I haven't remember my pa- family. <laughs> Please. He's speaking right now. <laughs> I just, that's just my brain. It's like how you have, um, I don't know, like where your words get mixed up. You know what I Dyslexia? mean? Like it's the how same, I have it's dis- the same part of my not brain. not the same. Yes, it is. It is it's not I, the same. I have to have, have you ever seen the movie Half-Baked? Yes. Where he's like, he's like, you know, you have to go in and do something funny at a bodega. And he pulls uh-huh. down his ass, his pants. He's like, oh, you remember? And they're like, oh, black ass. <laughs> That's how I have to remember shit. You know uh-huh. what I mean? Like, I have to remember shit like that. Like something, you know. Right. Because it's just like in this part of my brain where I just forget shit. I don't know why. So uh-huh. anyway, fuck That's you, okay. Christina. Yeah, fuck you too. <laughs> so I honestly think that this one is better than the Snatchers movie. Obviously, Sna- Snatchers is obviously more current, uh, more, you know, with today's standards and stuff than this other movie because it's like kind of like a... It's very straight to video feel. You know what I mean? Like right. like you would see on Cinemax or HBO Life, back in the day. Lifetime or Hallmark. Yeah, something silly. You know what I mean? But I think it's worth a watch. I think both of these are worth a watch. So I would be interested to see what you guys think of these movies. Next week, we're not sure what we're going to do next week. What are we going to do? I don't know. Yeah, I'm kind of mm. confused on what we What's do next week. What's your list? What's on your list? Well, I still have to work. I got a um, grave plots for you guys coming up that I need to work on uh, mm-hmm. in the next couple of weeks. It's been uh, it's a, it's a, it's a huge task because I spend mm-hmm. like 14 hours making a fake trailer for you guys. But I do have a special guest coming on that I will talk about in the future that you guys will hear about. It's somebody that's been on and done an interview with us before, a director uh, for a movie. Um, so we, we made up a really funny concept for a fucking horror film. So I'm anxious to get that out to you, but I don't know what I want to do for next week. So you guys are going to have to just stay locked to our social media on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. But I also, with my birthday coming up the week after, Right. And I don't know what we're going to do. You know, like I want to do happy birthday to me for that one. Okay. So the next episode. Okay. So the next episode I just found out is actually my birthday week because my birthday is April 7th. Mm -hmm. So I guess we're going to be doing happy birthday to me and something else. Something you want to do. Maybe like extra. It's a really oh, God, it's a 1967 movie. Yeah, we'll do Happy Birthday to Me and we'll do Extra just for fun. Those are um, that extra movie. I, I just got a copy from Plemke who, who comes to the Twitch stream all the time. And he got that for me and I've been wanting to watch it. And it's got all these extras and all this fucking great stuff. It's a fucking batshit kind of body horror fucking movie, guys. That's Aliens Again. Oh. Suck it. You're just going to have to deal with it. Like, I almost picked this for our second episode Mm -hmm. because it is very similar to Snatchers. But, you know, I think it'll be fun. And plus, it's like a grab bag of movies because Happy Birthday to me is not like an alien movie by any means. I've never seen it. Plus, I wanted to do April Fool's Day as well. Oh, I know. But we didn't get it. Nope. So can't do it yet. But we'll do that. 
That's one of my favorites. I know. But anyway, guys, thank you so much for coming by this week. We always appreciate you guys. You've been helping out with this podcast by listening and sharing, I think, because we are getting numbers that we haven't gotten before. And you guys rock. So thank you so much for all the support and love. We love you guys. We'll probably be doing a giveaway here soon. And don't worry, we'll sanitize everything before it goes out the door. We're cool like that. And remember to stay at home and wash your hands. Yes, wash your fucking hands, you pieces of shit. I'm and kidding. stay at home. Anyway, guys, thank you so much for coming by. And as always, long live the boys.